Well, you the moderator for today. I'm the moderator. I'm gonna just give you my phone. Okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna put this on do not disturb. There you go. Wow, no faith in yourself. I do. I mean, <laughs> hello everybody. Welcome back. Episode eight. Ocho. My name is T. Lizzie. I'm Lizzie. Yeah, and you know. <laughs> oh wait, I'm Lizzie. I have to talk close. You ain't got to talk close. You just got to talk in the mic. Okay, I'm talking in the Cause mic. Because you're going to be yelling at the people. Okay. But yeah, you know, last episode you said we need a little theme song. But, you know, if you actually went back and watched the episodes, you would know that I added the music at oh, the beginning boom. to the audio now. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. All right, all right. So all yeah, that you're hearing is that at the beginning and then our, us saying hello okay, and stuff. you know what? I do be watching it back. I just don't like hearing my voice. Uh, nobody told you to sound like a man. Speaking of the last episode, I said I was gonna tell y'all what the song was that I was talking about with J Cole. Mm -hmm. It's called 1985. Uh Yeah, so go check it out, J Cole 1985. You gonna remind the new listeners what what you mean by that song? Why did you bring it up? Well, first we gotta back it up. Uh, because. You didn't tell them to turn on the bell notification so I could do the thing. Oh, okay. If you watch it on YouTube, <laughs> make sure you hit that like and hit that bell. Bing! Make sure you subscribe, you feel me? And if you watching on Apple, Spotify, your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in. Period. Thank you for letting me, reminding me what to do. Absolutely, okay. My bad. So, for the new listeners, if you ain't tuning in last episode, we was talking about how artists, um make music that is not te- like what is not essentially good for everybody to listen to. Like it's low it promotes, vibration. It promotes. Yeah. Low vibrational promotes bad behaviors, whatever. And so in J Cole's song, 1985, he talks about like new artists and their impact that they have on um, people and white, white people specifically. And yeah. So if you go back and watch the, uh, the last episode, episode seven, we talked about it in the, yeah, listen to, J. Cole, 1985. It's a dope song. I love it. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, sure. I guess we can start on music since you, okay, you know, we okay, can start on music we today. Which, which one you want to? I mean, it was a lot of music that dropped the, uh, this past week or so. <sighs> it's always going to be a lot of music that dropped. <laughs> I know, but it's not, it's not, it's not always like a lot from the major artists, but this week I seem like it was a lot of female drops this mm-hmm. week. I, I listened to almost every person. I'm sure your old ass didn't. My old ass? Old granny ass okay. didn't. You know what? Don't do that. Who you want to start with? Uh, we going to keep this. Listen, people. I know it'd be a lot of people in my inbox talking about like, oh, you all should, you know, review. Can, do, will you review a Christian rapper? Like, this, we are R&B lovers. Yeah, you feel me? Absolutely. Like, if you looking for other genres and you want to see a lot of love about that genre this podcast probably won't touch it it's gonna be yeah r&b for sure and we might dabble in some rap and hip-hop yeah but r&b is our jam yeah you feel me period so although we did say we was gonna do some gospel music one episode no we're gonna do some gospel music for sure we're gonna touch other genres when we want to but most of the time when we hit in our music sector it's definitely r&b it's definitely r&b for sure yeah so we're going to do a bunch of female R&B singles that dropped Absolutely. over the week. Uh, you going to talk about the stallion? 
I mean, yeah, man. You know, you see, Meg Thee Stallion, she not, she not an R&B artist. R&B but she did drop her album, Traumazine, Traumazine. That's how it Traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's called, I think it's called Traumazine. I think you're right. Okay. I'm curious as to why she didn't just name it Traumatized. Chamazine, Chamazine. Is that an actual word or did she make that up? No, I'm sure that's a made up word. That's not a real word. Zing, zing. I I don't know. We probably got it. And then she has like her face screaming like on the. Yeah. On the album cover. Yeah, like mental health, some stuff, some, some. Psycho, acting out. I don't know, but. Listen, she dropped her uh, her project. Yeah. uh, Friday, last Friday. Uh Uh-huh. And if you mean, I gave it, I definitely listened to everything on my way to the city. Mm-hmm. That's how, I mean, I ain't going to say too much because I want to listen to it more because I was like listening to it on my own. I was like, uh, you feel me? Some hits and misses. And then I'm like on Twitter and I'm seeing how other people reacted to it. And yeah. it's like, damn, it's, it low key sound better over here now. Right. So I, I, I'm not going to give it a review until I actually. Okay. That's fair. Cause I haven't, honestly, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. I listened to like maybe half of it and the half that I did listen to, I was like, and then I text you that morning, the day her album dropped, she performed on Good Morning America. Yeah. <laughs> and she performed her. Out of all songs on the album, she performed her. And I was like, okay, I'm already disappointed because I thought this was going to be a whole dance album again. We already had Drake do it. We already had Beyonce do it. Then she chose to perform the dance song. And I'm just like, Meg, we don't put you in the studio to play around. <laughs> you supposed to give. I mean, Meg is really talented. Yeah. Like she, she is crazy with the pen, and I just, I'm curious why she not really going nuts. Like, remember last week I said I really want them jabs and the verses that sit there and make you think. I feel like Meg could give us that, uh-huh. and she has given us that in the past. Yeah. But like, I feel like she kind of dr- dropping it off. But we're going to see. I'm going to finish the album before I get before review. Dance but, on a dick like you got served. Like, I love a dick with a little like, bit of curve. Okay, I've listened, <laughs> I've listened to track one through seven. Yeah. So far. None of it is making me want to dance. None of it. Like, you know, dance on a dick like Captain Hook. That motherfucker make you Get turned. Get lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Good News was definitely, her album Good News was definitely like lit. Mm-hmm. I think everything she's given us has been lit. This project, you got to look at the whole theme of it. It's probably not supposed to get you lit because she getting That's her shit off. Okay. One through seven, I already feel like it's about Tori and her friend. What's her name? Mm-hmm. What's her name? Uh, I don't know the girl name. The I know you're talking about. The ex-friend, whatever. The one that she was with when the whole incident happened. It's like, this is five years later. Can we please put this to rest? No, because the case is the still case going is on. The still going on. I want the case the to case decide. The case is still going on. We know no details. Every time it's something, it's like, oh, Tory Lanez um, didn't appear in court or Tory Lanez asked for uh, a, like a pushback. Something stupid. Like, can we just get on with the case? Mm-hmm. Can we find out what really happened? Can we see the documents? Can we not? Like, what happened? That's why they're in court. Know, we still don't know the facts, honestly. I mean, like, we know conspiracies. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what happened. That's why they're still in court. It's how many years later? It's long for a reason. And then to make an album about it? He made a whole project about it. I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to it either, but that's what social media said he was talking about. Okay. Next. She ain't never made no songs about it. So this right here 
she she not explicitly saying their names, right. but she she it's more a lot so. Of, it's a lot of, but she talking about the mental health part of it mm-hmm. though. This whole project, oh, who the hell finna be twerking off a motherfucker talking about her mama just died and she still ain't right? Who finna? I mean, so supposed to twerk, twerk uh, to that? You're right. I guess <laughs> this supposed to be her. This is her therapy. She literally said it when she uh, posted a a caption about it on Instagram with it releasing the next day. She said this right here is is like her therapy, her speaking out about what the fuck she's been going through mentally. That's why the cover art is like that. Yeah. Got it. Sorry you can't twerk this time, Lizzie. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, that's fine. Like, okay, fine, whatever. We'll see what, we'll see what. Tracks eight through eighteen are giving. No, nah, that she she her her shit. She could have kept that. No, no, no. It's not bad. I get what she, she was doing. She, she, she. The verses are good. Take a it's, it's me. me <laughs> it's me. the hook that's not Fuck. that good. I think that is her biggest con is her hooks. You don't think her hooks be good? No, her hooks be good for what it's supposed to be for. It's like a a twerk song. It don't need to be that that complicated. It could be basic like a lot of her hooks are. Mm -hmm. But when it needs a complicated, more intricate hook, I don't think she can deliver it. She still has to develop that part of herself, her writing. Damn. Well, Meg... Give it a give it a give it a, a we'll, listen. We'll Meg. give it a we'll give it a one through ten next time. Yeah, yeah, next time we'll when we another, another probably probably next episode. Probably so, yeah. Okay, but like right to the R and B, you feel me? Yeah, we yeah. got we had Ari Lennox, yes. we had Tink, yes, we had Kelani, yes. And you want to talk about Money Long and her song, but you that one didn't drop. This week, that was that dropped many it, it weeks dropped, ago. It dropped a while ago. Yeah, but the reason I want to talk about it though is because we talked about Money Long Cartier, and I said that she needs to give us something different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Baby Boo gives us promise ring. It's giving <laughs> yes, I rock your promise, promise, promise. I forget who make that song. Tiffany Evans. Yeah, that song. That's I feel like I feel like. Promise ring is a is a is like a bop. It's a bop. That's cool. And I feel like Baby Boo is a bop too. <sighs> it's catchy. It's cute. I love you. I love you. I'm always thinking of you. It's not a. It's my not. baby boo. Uh, that's right. I'm talking to you. See, you Ooh, still stuck in the boo. old time era. <laughs> You're an old lady. Okay. I love that song. It's so cute. It's so cute and preppy. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, I just want to say like you know, even though I didn't like Cartier, you fuck with Baby. I Boo. like Baby Boo, so it's All not right. that she's a bad artist. It's just some songs hit, some, some songs don't hit for you. It's Absolutely. subjective. Absolutely, that's cool. Absolutely. Moving on from that one. Oh my god, I can't believe you don't like this song. It's so cute. <laughs> it's giving. I don't want to. It's giving. You know what it's giving? It's what? giving you in high school, and you just found your first love, mm-hmm. and now you. My baby boo. You yeah, lost that's him. right. I'm talking to you. My my baby boo. I'm good. Uh, this, this is cute. This uh, I just realized. What? This sweater is cute. Oh, thank you, Cultural Apparel. You, you feel it? me? This is my own. Y'all made this. Yeah, it's very nice. Thank you. I'm it's still. Very, it's, it's nice and white. It's the prototype. I'm still working out it's on it. It's cute. Okay, mm-hmm. friend. Okay. I'm going need one. <laughs> no, I'm working. I'm working. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, back to the, <laughs> back to the R&B, back to the R&B. Okay, who you want to talk about next? I, I bet. We're going to start with 
Ari Lennox. I had you watch the video and I I had you listen to the audio. Ari Lennox hoodie single just dropped last Friday. Right. What'd you think of the song? What I think of the song? Mm Mm-hmm. It was... It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. I mean, you know what it's giving me? What? It's giving, I forget who makes the song. I think it's G-Y. Uh-huh. Me and those jeans. Oh, okay. In those jeans. Yeah, it's giving in those jeans, but it's, I want to be in your hoodie. Okay. It's kind of. I get what you're you going. What I get what you're going. Um, But it was okay. I mean, it was cute. I mean, you always be wanting to steal somebody's hoodie. It's, it's relatable. It's Okay. Not somebody, but the person you rocking with hoodie. Yeah, yeah, because you uh sound like you just be snatching niggas' hoodies. Maybe I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, because um, <laughs> you are gonna get your <laughs> neck snatched. Keep talking. <laughs> um, but no, nah, for real. I mean, it was cute. It was okay. What I what I added to the playlist? Probably not. Uh huh. But it was okay. What about the video? I love the video. Mm-hmm. I love the visual. The visual was very nice. Yeah. It, I feel like the visual made me like the song. Yeah. More. Yeah. I feel like Ari Lennox has a sex appeal yes. that is just like untouchable. Mm-hmm. And it just put in the, put in the audio with the video. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you sis. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So it was definitely, um, the visual, I think was the visual was icing on the cake for me, but the, the audio was cool. What you thought about it? When I uh, first listened to it, I had saw the music video first and mm-hmm. then I listened to it alone. Mm-hmm. The music video definitely not. She ain't ever gave us a video that wasn't good. She just aesthetically, she's just very pleasing to yeah. look at, mm-hmm. and she uses color very well in her videos. I love the video. I love the end for sure. I think the ending kind of threw me off though because it gave it like a Jordan Peele weird Everybody ass. The same. Yeah, yeah, and the same thing. Yeah, but it's like that horror. Mm-hmm. To it, I I like that, but the the whole video wasn't that. It's so yeah, I was confused on how that ending can be so dynamic and big, but that whole everything else wasn't right. I wish they would have probably made the whole video as strong as that ending. Maybe she was saying like the hoodie don't matter because niggas ain't shit. I get that, right? And niggas, but that the was the best me. part of the video. And the whole thing was just, all right, let me hurry up and get to this end. Boom. I didn't like the video Vixen male that they picked. That's uh Rashad something. I don't know. They could have picked somebody a little cuter. I get why they used him. You, had, you you probably don't know. I don't know who that man is. He's a part of Dreamville. Uh, He's a rapper. He oh. basically was uh had a lot of, he had a big ass incident on social media because he was caught having sex with men. And no one... I guess his friends, a lot of people didn't think that he was gay, bisexual. Oh, okay. And it somebody exposed him and, and posted it, and he basically like just went away, oh. and then had like an interview with Joe Budden about it. And so oh. he haven't been like releasing music and thinks he was mentally dealing with that, dealing with all of that. So, and so okay. I feel like her bringing him out is like him, her helping him like crack the shell, okay. get back into the to the limelight, right. the scene and shit. Okay, well then, in that case, fine. But somebody more attractive, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe an Idris Elba or something. All right. Sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes she people... She could even did Denzel Washington. I mean... The average Joe, does they don't deserve to get... I mean, some, sure, but you talking about wearing your hoodie. I don't want to wear nobody's hoodie that's not cute. Most of the time, y'all fucking with average Joes anyway. Who is y'all? 
the average individual. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to wear nobody hoodie that's ugly. You can keep that stinking thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's I like the, the song was okay. I didn't personally, I didn't like the way she sang the song. Like the beginning, she screamed all in my ear. Yeah, for sure. I ain't like all of that. Yeah. The, the hook. She gave me Erica Badu so bad. Mm-hmm. Like so bad. Like. But she still got her own distinct sound. Yeah, though. except Erica Badu don't really scream like that. But Ari Lennox has a very strong voice. I'm sure she don't have to sing loud in the studio. She don't need to do that. Because it, it carries. Yeah, I ain't like how that sound vocally, but does it call, does it sound cool? Yeah. I wouldn't like add it to, but it's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't add it. Nah, it's cool. It's just one of those project songs. I don't even think I would add it to, like, the sex playlist or nothing. I don't think it's supposed to be that, Lizzie. Well. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be that. <laughs> well, I mean, like. Where else would I put it? Like, if I if you were to put that song on a playlist, where would you put it? It would just not be in any playlist. It could not be in a, the latest R&B play, playlist, but no type of... I feel like that's one of those background noise music, songs that you'll just play. Like elevator music? Yeah. Or, like, in the store, and you just hear it in right. the store. But, yeah. Well. Check out uh, Ari Lennox hoodie, the video in the song. If you're interested, the video was was definitely it was still good. Yeah, it was good for sure. Uh, Kalani, Seamless. So the Wait, song Seamless, Babyface. yeah, Babyface basically produced the song, mm-hmm. and she sang it. Type shit. Mm-hmm. What you think? Don't disappoint me. All right, don't dis don't ASMR. contaminate. Huh? ASMR. What that mean? ASMR? I don't know what that means. When, like, people get on YouTube and be eating their food and they be smacking and stuff and you can hear it. Oh, like. I don't know that that's that had a, a acronym. Okay. I, it, it it means something, but I don't know what it means. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kalani. Kalani. Is that how you say it? Kalani. Kalani. Um, it was good. Uh-huh. It was good. I like to eat. Okay. I like to be the lie. It was real. I, I caught myself tapping my foot like I was an old woman or something. You like, are. Samaya, you can go to the DMV. All old people always say, I like the beat. The beat made me move. You're irritating. Ugly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, be, it was a cool song. Um, I don't really know what she was trying to get at, uh-huh. but it was a cool song, though. It was cute. A little bop. That's I, why. I would add it to the playlist. I would add it to the playlist. Mm-hmm. It was a nice, it was a nice little groove. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh. I forgot what it sound like. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm over here in my head trying to get how it sound like in my head. It mm-hmm. ain't coming, but I do have. It's terrible a nice mood. little beat though. You don't know what the song about? No. Did you need the lyrics for you to get it? I heard what she said. You just still don't get it. I just don't get it. Oh, you got my phone. Yeah, I well, heard, I heard what she said, but I just maybe I just. Didn't hear her clearly enough. I tried to look it up and I couldn't find it. I got it. Basically, I think the song is about like the hook is we supposed to be seamless. But you love showing off weakness, getting all mad for no reason, turning up on me for breathing, supposed to be seamless, arguing every weekend, switching up on me like seasons. Basically, oh, the relationship is not smooth. The relationship is not smooth and we're supposed to be smoother than this. Right. And you the reason. Why this motherfucker is tweaking. Right. Okay, got it. You see them bars? Uh, see them bars? Uh, somebody go to hell, please. 
10 k for a verse. All right. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Future paid two fifty. So I'm gonna charge ten k. Yeah, for Precious and that was not. Why was that such a big deal? Go back, friend. Top. There you go. Why was the the feature futures feature price? I think for Meg? future is played out. I okay. think you need to go sit down. I wouldn't have paid two hundred fifty thousand for future to. No, maybe maybe little baby, maybe. Shoot, maybe even the baby. I'm not paying the baby two fifty. What you paying the baby? Two dollars and fifty cents. Dollars. Okay. We don't need no the baby features. Okay. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have paid. I wouldn't have paid. Um, future. I feel like he kind of he getting kind of old. I think future's momentum is not at, at an all time high to where yeah, I need right. to be paying top dollar for a feature. Right. But I also know I don't know what is top dollar. At the moment, but I did like Beyonce's features probably like a billion. I think I heard a rumor like that. Mm. So let's just say that's number one. Two fifty for a future. You said Beyonce a Beyonce feature is one million dollars. I'll just, just I, that's something I saw on the internet. I don't know if that's actually true. And I saw something million, that said she's just not gonna be on my song. <laughs> uh, the fuck? I saw something like Adele is half a million. They both not gonna be on the song. I saw it on the internet. I don't know how truthful that is, is. The thing about it is, at this time, at this point in time right now, Meg is more popping than Future is. You think so? At this very moment. I don't know who's more popping because men Future don't support not, female I mean, Future is rap. not really. So if you don't have the men, right but men will always make Future relevant. I That's guess. their Lori Harvey. <laughs> <sighs> I personally wouldn't have paid for that shit. She could have definitely, if she gonna pay for that future feature, then make sure all your other features are tight too on that project. And personally, I don't think her features are tight on that project. The she one Rico Nasty on was good. That song, I haven't heard that one yet. But she had one person on there, Key Glock. Yeah, Key Glock. Who is that? You know, who Young Dolph is. Yeah, the one that died. Oh yeah, young Memphis. That's his. That. That's his little homie, basically. Oh, He's a rapper too. Oh, okay. R.I.P. Young Dolph. Yeah, R.I.P. Actually, uh-huh. moment of silence, man. Moment of silence for all the people we done lost over this whole damn month, week, year, because it was a lot of lives that was taken. Yeah. This week. Oh yeah, this week. Yes, it was a lot. So I'm giving him a moment of silence. All right, rest up, rest up. <laughs> yeah, for real, it's it's been crazy out here. Yeah, man, Bill Russell, R.P. the legend, Bill Russell, man. Is that the person that I don't want to say the wrong thing? NFL? No, basketball, oh. NBA. Who's the person? NFL. There's a lot of NFL players that died this year. No, he. Okay, I think I got the wrong person. Well, Bill Ruff, Russell is a Celtic legend. He's also an NBA legend. There, he, uh, he played basketball. He played basketball okay. for the Boston Celtics. Okay. Basically, he died recently, and then the NBA, I guess, is trying to like discontinue anyone being able to wear the number jersey six. Mm-hmm. So nobody else can wear it if you aren't wearing it at the moment, currently in the league. So that's dope that they're doing that for him. They could have done that shit while he was alive, though. They didn't need for him to die. That He could have been able to see that. Yeah. <clears throat> R.P. Bill Russell. 
R.P. Teddy Ray. Teddy Ray is my one of my favorite comedians of all time. Oh, he had a guy. Yes. He did die. That shit had me sad. Did when they I ever saw say that. what he died from? I just saw something uh, about it being a drowning. So he was in like a pool somewhere. Oh my god. And, uh, there's not enough information just yet on how that could have happened. They don't. The police say there's no signs of foul play, but they're still investigating the cause of death. Right, that's crazy. <clears throat> that is crazy as hell. That's that shit is so sad for him to be gone. He he just celebrated his birthday probably like a week or week or something ago. Mm. He was young too. Very young. Yeah. Very young. Still has so much more to give us. Yeah. That's crazy. Double cheeked up on, on a Friday a- night. <sighs> Well, man, I am going to miss that, man. Well, at least you got videos. I love the era we live in with phones. Yeah. Videos. You can always go back, look at memories. Yeah. Funny stuff. That's all I was, when I was going through a little mental health issue problem, mm-hmm. I was watching a bunch, of, a bunch of Teddy Ray versus Doughboy videos. If you don't know what that is, it's on YouTube, the all deaf digital channel on YouTube. They basically just do a bunch of funny ass videos of challenges. So they both were like, Heavy set men, a part of the group, the comedian mm-hmm. uh, comedian group that they got on there, mm-hmm. and they would just do challenges like who can uh, freestyle the best, and then they'll like actually bring on ex experts to help them both write like a freestyle or a song right. or something, and then they'll perform it, and they'll have like people vote and shit. But mm-hmm. really, <clears throat> most of the time, Teddy Ray won. That was the whole thing. Like, Teddy Ray is the more talented, the more right. funny one. And then Doughboy, he likes to be, like, the, the gangster flyboy, but he's really not. Dope he's Boy, a joke. Doughboy is light-skinned? Yeah, he, they, I, I yeah, he was on a Wild and Out couple of movies. Yeah, okay. yeah man. Rest up, Teddy Ray, man. I'm going to miss you. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, back to the R&B. That's <laughs> we didn't way out. No, gee, it was a lot of deaths, bro. I'm... I'm a little down just because I was reading a bunch of this shit just in Illinois and Indiana. It was a bunch just this weekend. Yeah. Damn, uh, three dudes that got in a car accident. That was crazy. Not got in a car accident, got, got hit. hit by a car. I mean, ran down. Like, did you see the video? Yeah, I didn't want to see it's that. It's so crazy. Just like, I don't know. But they, they saying that it took the police over 20 minutes to get there. Like, it's just crazy. Why take out 20 minutes to get because there? Because they said they said the initial call happened when the argument first started. Okay, in the parking lot. In the, in the bar. Yeah. And then they left outside. I think the person that ran them over was a part of the argument and mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. And then um, they went outside. They continued arguing. So the initial call, and from the time the initial call was made and the time they showed up, 20 mm. minutes had passed. Man, I feel like it ain't that hard to fucking find those people live. You just go trace the cameras, see who were all in there. I mean, Chicago is known for wanting to put up cameras, but they can't never solve no crime. Yeah, and you know, people don't like to snitch and shit, so they probably ain't going to want to say too much. That's like that boy that just um, got killed on the train. They offering $15,000 for him to, for somebody to speak up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if somebody spoke up yet or not, but you shouldn't have to offer that much amount of money for a life. It's crazy. Like, Shoot, one of my clients, I helped her start her nonprofit for her son. That he came out here from Florida visiting and got shot and killed when they were out here. And she got like she had started off with a, I think like a ten thousand dollar reward. Mm-hmm. Nobody came forth, and then they just raised it up to even be higher. 
And it's been like probably like a year or two years since he's been uh, gone. It's just like nobody, Ridiculous. nobody should have to bribe you to Literally. be a citizen. Literally. But okay, y'all. Back to the music. I'm sorry for going on that tangent. We I just felt go. that. Obviously, you had to, to get it off your chest. It off. If you if you got to get it off, you got to get it off. But um, okay. So we talked about Kalani. Mm-hmm. We talked about Meg. We talked about Ari. Ari Tink. Now we gotta talk about. We gotta Tink. talk about our Chicago Chicago native Tink. How you feel about Tink? I'm sad for Tink. Why you sad? Because Tink never gets the appreciation that she deserves. Mm-hmm. And she never get her flowers. Like, I've been riding with Tink since Winter's Diaries. Mm-hmm. Way back when, being in your bed crying, you just... You know what I'm saying? And that's that shit that I like. Uh-huh. A man who can open my mind. man who can open my... Is it wrong that I really, 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 really want you? I want you, babe. Hey! <laughs> I love Ting. And I feel like she never, ever, ever really got appreciated for real in the industry. Like, she never really got her flowers. I just feel like everybody else blew up and mm-hmm. Ting just got, like, not left behind, but she, her career still hasn't peaked yet, I don't yeah. feel like. So, like, I really love Ting, though. I feel like she be making some good music. And that song, um, Goofy, Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about not peaking is that you you don't have a downfall yet. Still, like you can just still just keep going. Rising. Yeah. I wonder, do she want to peak, or do she is she okay with where she is? She's been doing interviews. I haven't been checking out all of them. I just re- I saw the one with uh with the Breakfast Club. Um, she Charlemagne brought it up, and he had said that he was having a conversation with somebody, and it was like, oh, I think because she's dark skinned mm-hmm. she probably won't be able to get that success that someone of lighter color could probably get with the exact same talent and catalog that she's has. Mm-hmm. And so he asked her for her opinion on it. And she was like, I try not to look into all that shit. Basically. You feel me? It's going to, what's for me will be for me type shit. Right. Cause there's dark skinned women that have made it. So like, you can't say the whole industry is just like no dark skinned women. Is it biased? Probably so. I'm not going to say colorism doesn't exist because that would be naive of me. Yeah. It probably definitely doesn't exist. But Tink is very talented, and I, I just feel like in my heart that's not what will be holding her back. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, she's very talented. Even if she was a writer for somebody, I've never heard Tink write for heard of her being a writer for somebody else or whatever. But She talked about it. She's she been writing for other people, too. Yeah, so, like, I just don't... Why is she not making it with the music that she's singing? She got a feature with 2 Chains, a song that has a feature with 2 Chains on mm-hmm. it. But I feel like she should be able to get a feature with somebody else at this point. 2 Chains, I mean, he cool. He did what he had to do on the song, but 2 Chains is also very old and played out. <laughs> I mean, let's just be for real. <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. 2 Chains <laughs> is very... 2 Chains used to be Titty Boy. Yes. And now he's 2 Chains, and 2 Chains is still old. So we need a more current, we need an <laughs> up-to-date feature. Like, Well, she like, got the album coming. This, you're probably going to see that okay, on there. I hope so. Fingers she had crossed. a song with Jeremiah, her last project. She had a song with Kodak Black. You probably ain't check out her last project. Maybe not. But Tink, I feel like, I feel like Tink could be more advanced than Summer Walker. Really? Yes, I nah, feel like Tink. You tweaking? No, I'm no, not. You tweaking. No, summer is good. Summer is good, but I'm saying for the amount of time that Tink has been in the game, yeah, there's no reason why she should be up there with a summer. 
There's no reason why she should not be up there with Ari. There's no reason why she should be listed as no, as some of the hottest R&B female artists right now. I think why it's her writing there? style. I think the style of her music is not. It's not commercial enough. I don't think she makes music that is... She's very relatable, though. The first thing that everybody will say is that... She's very relatable to the tip, the type of black woman. Okay, you could, you probably right. Ari Lennox, pressure. That ain't got... That don't make me think of a type of woman. Mm -hmm. That just makes me listen Mm -hmm. to the song. Right. Or Summer Walker, uh, Girls Need Love Too. Mm -hmm. Everybody can listen to that. Yeah. Right. Tink. She talk about ghetto drama, baby mama drama. So you think it's that she may not be versatile enough? I just think her the the, the content that's in her writing style is not commercial enough for her to break through and keep having consistent singles that hit mm-hmm. charts. I don't think that. Well, I think outside of the uh, her being darker tone, I think her actual music needs to be more commercial. Mm-hmm. For it to hit. I love Tink, though. I mean, I hope one day she do get her flowers. I hope one day she do, like, blow up and hit her peak because it, it hasn't happened yet. Well, R&B is not as big of a genre as it used to be, so it'll be even harder for you to get to that point with everything against you. I'm sad. That's sad. I'm sad for Tink. And <sighs> I think this I think this um, single is good. Uh-huh. I think it is good. I think it's good, too. I had, I had to listen to it twice. For me to think it's good, cause the first on the first I was like, ugh. Now I'm gonna add some tank to the playlist. One thing I'm gonna do is add some. Yeah, I definitely got some. A lot of tank in my uh, phone. I I think her clicking up with Hitmaker, aka Young Bird. Yeah, I'm in the middle. That's so crazy to me. I'm sorry. What's crazy? That Young Bird is Hitmaker. If you know exactly what Come on I now, you do, are like, please. This is I'm old. get a business to you. Uh-huh. Whoa. He was on that song. Yes, that's his song. That's crazy. <laughs> that young bird is now Hitmaker. Hit yes. I would never imagine that that little nigga right there <laughs> would make some bomb ass music like he do. He was on that song. Yes. And he made this kind of music. That song was fire. That was one of my favorite songs. It was okay. Young Bird never really had like a... I'm a cue that business shorty. (laughs) (laughs) Young Bird never really had like a, a, to me, a rap career for real. And then he changed his name. He thought he was slick. Sexy can I just party my manners. He was on that too. That's really Ray J. But he was on it. Listen, man, some people... Like, we can't... I mean, Ray J only had a few hits, too. So, they grew up in the same era. They got some people aren't supposed to be in the spotlight. They're supposed to be in the back, making them magic. You're right. And Hitmaker, he be doing he his been, stuff. He been doing his shit. He, he be good on the production. But I am over this fucking rendition of uh, older songs. That's, oh, like, yeah. that's like his style, his, his sound of just going mm-hmm. to go remake some older songs. I'm over it. Oh, I I'm like past it. that. I like remakes. Because it make me feel like, you know... I'm over because you're not making it better than an original song just, or just as good. It's okay. just a song. It ain't impressive. Got it. Sorry. Got it. Well, <laughs> yeah, why man. do you think artists do that? Why do you think, like, 2 Chains was once Titty Boy? Mm-hmm. Young Bird or Hitmaker was once Young Bird. <clears throat> uh, A1 
Mm-hmm. You know, A1, his name is different now. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, too, but, but it is different. different. Yeah. Are they trying to rebrand themselves? No, that or? is what it is. It's a rebrand. But, like, why? Because. Like, why can't 2, two Chains remain Titty Boy and just start making music again? Because if 2 Chains wants to be a more commercial artist, his name can't be Titty Boy. How would your mama feel if you brought a boy home and his name was Titty Boy? I mean, I ain't bringing no boy home named Titty Boy. Exactly. But so Two Chains made the executive decision to rebrand himself when he became more of a mature artist, and he realized the business behind your name is very important. Two Chains. Now I think Young Berg is different. I think he took the hit maker name because he knew that he wanted to lock in. He on refocused production. on production instead of being an artist. Right. Young Berg. Now hit maker making them hits. He could have stayed young bird though. Nah, I like that name. Ah, hit, hit maker. maker. Hey, <laughs> very, 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 very. Beep, 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 beep. Okay, 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 okay. That was we music. Need, that was that music. The... You got to record it with your voice. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I need gunshots. I need that. <laughs> Not gunshots. I'm dead. Okay, okay. We're gonna get to the hot topics. Period. First of all, what is this? Oh, okay, yes. The damn pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like okay, so I guess there was a pastor or a bishop out in New York City mm-hmm. that was robbed during a live stream. Mm-hmm. So a live stream at church, he was robbed. Right. They took like a million dollars worth of a shit. Jewelry. Of jewelry. Off the, he said CSR investigates said that he took $1 million worth of jewelry off the pastor and his wife. Mm-hmm. Now, how the hell? You mean to tell me you in church with $1 million worth of jewelry on? Why? You going to church with $1 million worth of jewelry? I need a million dollars. Exactly. He, You know where he got that million dollars from, worth the jewelry. Where he get it from? From the fucking church. <laughs> from them damn ten percent times. He said he make investments. And that's where he get his money from. Because mm. he got a drop top, he got Gucci. Mm-hmm. The people in the comments were saying that he be showing his closet. Mm-hmm. So whoever goes to that church, y'all are very um great. Y'all are very uh I wish I trustworthy was Christians. I wish I was the pastor <laughs> of that church. Man, sure for you to show in. up and you see your pastor bling the fuck out every Sunday. And you get on sketches. And, and you going up there to go give 10%. Not that anything is wrong with sketches if you wear sketches. Nothing wrong with sketches, but <laughs> your pastor is fucking two chains on <laughs> at the pulpit. Right. Literally. <laughs> and you and that motherfucker. Just giving money. Giving your but 10%. See, I always wonder, like, like, you know, these mega churches. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not going to say what church, but I go to a church that is, it's a huge church. Mm-hmm. And they have three services every Sunday. They have Bible study during the week. They have morning prayer, all this stuff. And at all of these services, people like give tithes and offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the bills are paid. Yeah. And they're probably paid three times mm-hmm. over. Because you have a billion services, there's more than 300 people attending each service. And where does the rest of the money go? After the bills are paid for the buildings, does the money just go to the pastor? Because they be saying, oh, give to the Lord, give to the Lord. 
Well, what are you doing with the money? Do you give back to the community? Do you? I think this particular church that, I, that I'm talking about that I do go to does give back to the community. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a lot of churches in every city, and some of them are big. Are you giving back to the community, or does it just go in the pastor's pockets? How does that work? Because I don't think a church is taxed. I think under the law, like a church. No, you know, I don't think they're taxed. Either. Yeah, they're not taxed. So like. They're living it up, okay? I don't trust a goddamn pastor, <laughs> first lady. Them motherfuckers be fly as hell. Right. Nice-ass cars. Nice house. I had interviewed for a church, and they were making renovations that cost 500000 That's crazy. And they going to tell me they ain't got enough to pay a graphic designer 50000 for the year. Right. They don't want to pay that. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Mm. Well... <laughs> And the church that they already have was decent. It was nice. They had renovated bathrooms. Just doing stuff. Just doing stuff just to do it. Just want to renovate some shit now. And they own a whole flea market that's next to it. The whole flea market. They told me everything. So they saying that they think this man has something to do with it. Because he has past legal troubles. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But my thing is, though, I mean, to that point, it looks like he has a small church. It don't look like he a mega, a mega pastor. Mm-hmm. Who in a right man in the middle of a Sunday? Now people have gone to air churches out, spray them up, guns. Okay, we've seen that. Fine, those were hate crimes. Mm-hmm. Who is going? Who is sitting up on their bed saying, "Yes, today, I'm going to rob the church. I'm going to go in the church during their service." Most people come to church, they don't really got on a lot of flashy stuff. Mm-hmm. They got they the granny got her little purse with the tissue and the peppermints and her little Bible. The kids got the the little suits on. What are you robbing at a church? Well, obviously you're robbing a pastor that has a million dollars. But worth like, of why jury you only on. rob the pastor? Because they must have knew or saw this man how he'd be flashing around his shit. Or did he set it up so people could feel bad for him? Or that. Maybe he got insurance on that who's shit. who's sitting on the bed saying, yeah, I'm going to go. I mean, if you're really watching him, if you really wanted to do something, you would go to his house. That's where you're going to find the most shit. Maybe he got insurance on his jewelry, and if your report is stolen, and then you can get your money back, and then you also get the jewelry back because you know the people that stole it. Get them a little cut. I don't know. I don't put it past these damn oh my God. janky else. pastors. Not janky. <laughs> Not janky. He could, be, he could be a good man. We don't know. Sure. But hopefully, there's been a lot of activity going on in the church lately. Mm. And it's kind of scary, quite frankly. Like, it's been a lot of like. It's a business. No, I'm saying like. Oh, you're talking about. Sad stuff. Violence. Violence. Oh. It's be like church shootings, robberies, he claimed. Like, why are y'all going to churches? A lot of people. Gonna be there on a specific day at a specific time. That's messed up, but CSR investigates. Might have to get you some security out of that million-dollar jewelry in your church. If you need security at the church, you in the wrong environment. You got the money for it. Okay. You're right, because you got $1 million worth of jewelry on. It's on, a business. On a why you not morning at church. Why are you not protecting your business? It is a business. It is a business, but people be trying to act like, oh, it's not a business, it's not a business. We don't want to... See it as such. The church is definitely a business. It's an LLC, ain't it? It's 
Uh, it's probably different than that. It's probably Not more of like a nonprofit type of um, ordeal. Well, I hope he, uh, if it, if he made that up, I hope he got what he wanted. If he didn't make it up, I hope they figure that out and they don't get robbed no more because that'll be frightening. Now, that last episode, we talked about the Irv Gotti Drink Champs interview. Mm-hmm. And Ja Rule was next to him while, you know, he was going through the interview. And I guess social media was going off on Ja Rule because they felt like he wasn't defending Ashanti mm-hmm. doing all the slander and that Irv Gotti was doing. So he went to Instagram and made a post, posted a picture of him and her, and his caption was, more of the story, he don't condone or agree with the behavior nor the way Gotti handled things on Drink Champs. Uh, and he hopes that everyone understands how uncomfortable uh, this shit makes him being in the middle of something he wished not to be a part of. And so he's basically like, I'm neutral. I'm in the middle. Just mm-hmm. keep me out of shit. But me and Ashanti are good. She know where my heart at mm-hmm. type shit. He said that on the episode. Yeah, he did. He said it. He said it's very uncomfortable being in. in and he room. also told him, stop calling her a bitch. Oh, he did? Yeah. He checked him. Period. He went to the bathroom and came back. Irv Gotti went to the bathroom and came back and came back and was like, you know what? I'm sorry type shit for me saying the B word. Mm-hmm. I, I love women. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So his guilty conscience probably just touched him because he was still under the influence the whole right. interview, but like he was going crazy on Shanti. Yeah. He stepped up for her. I don't, I don't, that, that, that'd be my issue with social media. Uh, what do you want him to do? It's their situation. I mean, like, Irv and Ashanti have to work that out. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm in the middle, I'm neutral, it's weird, I don't want to deal with it, whatever. And he also, def- like, stepped in when his homie was out of line. Right. So, I mean, like... I feel like he did what he needed to do. If Irv Gotti want to speak his piece on it, that's Irv Gotti business. That's a grown-ass man. Yeah. <clears throat> you can't control what come out of another grown-ass man's mouth. Now, do you respect him for saying, hey, don't say that, don't call her no B? Yeah. Absolutely. But, like, other than that, that's their situation to work out. Yeah. You got that. That's be people issues. They don't never actually go back to the source and right. consume the source. Right. They just go off of headlines, whatever. Right. I like the feature that Facebook got where you want to share an article and they be like, hey, you didn't read it yet. You didn't open it. Oh, really? I love that feature. Oh, they got that? Yeah. When you oh. try to share something and you ain't click on, the, click on it really? yet, it, it says, do you want to share this because you haven't opened Facebook. it? Maybe probably so. Okay. I'm, I ain't never seen that before. But I don't know how accurate it is, though, because I did re- click on something and read it and then go share it and it still told me that message. So I don't know if it's actually... That's good, though, because people be sharing stuff without reading it. Yeah. yeah. So all the time. False false information, like, all the time. All the time. Yeah. They say shit about, like, fake news, too. But fuck Facebook. I don't like that app. But I don't know. I don't think Ja Rule should feel... I don't want him to feel like... Well, I, I mean, I don't know the man, but he shouldn't feel like... You know, he shouldn't get attacked on social media. He wasn't the one saying the stuff. Yeah. Do you feel like this, like, having to do public apologies is necessary? As in, uh, even people that are uh, not celebrities. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I had an uncle that went on Facebook and did a, fa- a live mm-hmm. to talk about, like, apologizing to his fiance for all the hurt he put her through, all that, whatever. Right. And I'm just like, I... I I saved it because that he was it, he did it publicly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like it was a fucking joke, right. <laughs> and then like Jaru putting his public statement out, right? Apologizing and talking about his piece. I'm just like, why? 
Man, fuck these niggas. I don't know. Um, I don't think Ja Rule needed to apologize for anything. I think if he understands where him and Ashanti stand, then yeah. there's nothing to explain. <clears throat> what everybody else got to say really don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure if Ashanti felt some type of way, she could have reached out to him. They could have, you know, hashed it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think the issue is that anytime you do something publicly, something... When it takes place publicly, people want to see you apologize or you end up a part of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. So I think to prevent that from happening, people feel like they have to apologize. They feel like they have to say something or it's like damage control. Mm-hmm. Like you have to say something or it's going to go completely left. People going to start saying stuff that you didn't say, distorting, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. just taking it way out of proportion. So even though he's not the damage that needs to be controlled, he still, I, maybe he probably felt like, or his, uh, what they call him, PRs or something, probably told him, like, okay, you need to release a statement. Like mm-hmm. You need to say something. And so maybe half the time, they probably don't even want to be acknowledging the stuff. But, like, at, at this point, people talking about your character. They talking about your image. So you probably have to say something or you're going to be a part of council culture mm-hmm. before you believe it or not. Ironically. Celebrities was getting on there saying, like, bro, Ja Rule bogus, like, I can't stand to watch this. I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut the fuck up. Ironically, I saw a Facebook post that that I shared today. It was like, as you get older, maturing is realizing that um, people will talk shit about you. Absolutely. And it might not be true, and you have to just ignore it. Absolutely. Let people think what they want to think. Let people do what they want to do. What can you do? What if, you, if you're not going to whoop their ass, shut up. <laughs> Period. I mean, if you're not going to whoop their ass, shut up. Put up a shut up. I mean, you ain't got to put up. You can say whatever you want to say at the end of the day. But, like, if it's not, what I'm saying is, if it's not worth the energy, if they not threatening you, if they not causing you physical harm, Mm -hmm. let them waste their energy. Let them waste their time. (laughs) What the fuck am I arguing with your ass for, keyboard beater? You just made me think of this damn uh, video with them girls they was all on the line it was like and when I beat that hoe I'm gonna stump on that hoe and when I stump on that hoe I'm gonna slap that hoe period period I mean if you not gonna if you not gonna if I'm not gonna fight you I'm nine times out of ten I'm not gonna respond to you yeah it's just just a waste of my time it's just a waste of my time and Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten I'm not gonna fight you so you're a waste of my time period regardless so it's just like Yo ass sound like Shani. Like all I'm hearing is Shani. A period, because that's my bitch. Shani, she faithfully leaves a comment and all our period posts now, period. and what? I just she always said something today, and I was just like, "What is Shani talking about?" She said something about being drunk. Yes, you ain't never. You probably ain't never heard it on TikTok or somebody say it with my song. Uh, when somebody die or something, they be like being dramatic, like ah. I want to stop drinking, but I can't. Michael Jackson died. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never seen that. But now that you mentioned, okay, I got it now. I was like, drunk? Shani, what are you talking about? I'm concerned. Okay, but no. But no, that's my girl, though. That's my girl. So, but yeah, I I don't think people, and like, like if it's not, I, I feel like if it's you directly and it is public embarrassment, and you live in a public limelight, like, okay, let's take Neo and his fiance for it. Yeah. So, like, Neo and his fiance or wife, sorry. His wife. They are at odds right now because he keeps cheating yeah. on her. I feel like at that point, that's public embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Like, you have... Now, the real question is, who made it public? 
Because she kind of made it public bringing it to the internet. I ain't going to lie. But I guess it's probably been public knowledge for a while. Yeah, it was public. Probably in the industry and all type of stuff that he be cheating, whatever. No, they was going through a divorce, like, during the pandemic. The start of the pandemic, they was going through divorce and they hit the news. And then they uh, canceled, like, the divorce. Because mm-hmm. they, I guess, made it made up. Mm-hmm. Got it together. And then this recently happened and she was yeah. like, yeah, gee. Yeah, gotta go. I just feel like when you do that type of stuff, maybe you do need to apologize publicly. Maybe you do need to release, like release a statement mm-hmm. because at that point you embarrass me publicly. You need to apologize publicly. <clears throat> so if you, you, you need to apologize to me and publicly, you need two apologies. So if you get cheated on mm-hmm. and it happened publicly, you would want for your man to apologize publicly too. Privately and publicly. Absolutely. So what would be like a public apology for you that you feel like is acceptable? Like, yeah, that's right. Um, Whatever you see fit. I mean, <laughs> niggas, don't get me wrong, niggas be full of shit. Uh-huh. Niggas be saying a whole bunch of nothing, okay? Baby, I love you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if that's what you want to do, fine. So you want your man to do a whole live Facebook? If you embarrass me publicly, you need to apologize publicly. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. And is that because you care about what people think of you? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's number one. I'm not gonna lie about that. I think I feel like I feel like any girl that gets cheated on publicly, you look like a buffoon. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't go back and correct that shit, I'm going to make your ass look like a buffoon. Mm-hmm. So before I make you look like a buffoon, you better get on that and, and do what you need to do. Before <laughs> I get, get on your ass, for real. <laughs> um, I do care, like, especially when it comes to, like, relationship type stuff. It's really not, it's really not even, like, well, part is I do care what people think about me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. But, like, I think it's also just like a part of the healing process for myself. Like, okay, you embarrass me publicly, but sure, you apologize publicly. Like, at least you let the people know you fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's like accountability. Like, okay, I have to take accountability for my actions. I have to own up to what I did. And even though I embarrassed her publicly, like, I'm a, I'm a publicly apologize and show my remorse that I fucked up. Yeah. And I'm sorry. These are the circumstances. But how do we, if you plan to move on, how do we move on from here? Or mm-hmm. like, maybe we just going to cut ties and that's just going to be it. But I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart type shit. That shit embarrassing to me. Those public uh, apologies are embarrassing. I, I personally would not want that if somebody did so something somebody, to you. If, if somebody did something to you publicly, you don't want a public no. apology? No. You just want them to say, I'm sorry to your face and that's if it. If it's a, ro- a romantic relationship, definitely no. But if it's like platonic... I, I'm more lenient to having that be disclosed, but a romantic one, no, because I'm so private with my relationships. But, but it's friend, already out there. Everybody already know. I don't care if somebody catch another person cheating on me and everybody. I don't care because I don't care that much about how a person view me romantically. Mm-hmm. But I care about how people view me as an individual, and most of the time that's a friend or family relationship. Mm-hmm. That like, I right, if a friend was to... Have sex with my partner mm-hmm. behind my back. I would want for them to publicly say some shit. But if my partner was the one that did the dirt and I'm not that close to that friend, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want my partner to do no public apology because 
I'm just more secretive about my romantic relationships than my platonic and family. What is there to what is there to be I don't know. I don't know what there is to be secretive about. I don't like the like I'm just that's a Scorpio thing. We just don't tell too much. Like you get what you need to know. Yes, I'm in a relationship. No, I don't want to mess with you. That's all you need to know. You don't need to know who she is, what she look like, what she smell like. You don't need to know all that. Just know I'm single and you, I'm unavailable. That's it. You mean you're you're taking it? I mean, right? I'm taking it unavailable. Right, 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 yes. right, right. Yeah. Not, you just gave us a little toxic line right there. I mean, I'm single, but I'm unavailable. That came out smooth as hell, too. Because, I mean, look at you. Look at you. Nah, man. You know. Sound like you said it before. Hey. Oh, okay. Some Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta keep them options open. Oh, God. Anyway. But, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not... I'm not a very, like, a, well, my boyfriend would probably be a different, but I'm not a very public person, I don't think. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'll post my boyfriend, I'll definitely, when he pissed me off, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to Snapchat, and I'm definitely saying what's on my mat. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's a part of my. I know you will. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. He hates it, but okay, I've gotten better at it over time. Like, I don't do it as much as I used to, uh-huh. but I don't know. It's just first. First of all, I'm only friends with people on Snapchat that I know personally. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm not friends with nobody that's random. Somebody that I don't know. Because like Snapchat, I feel like is more intimate than like public platforms like Facebook, Instagram, yeah. whatever. And I feel like Snapchat just be like, I don't know. <laughs> it just be like a little therapy session sometimes. This motherfucker, like you know what I'm saying? No, like, you gotta switch your shit. <laughs> no, and then you may go back and delete it, or you may keep it posted, but. You need to make sure they see it. Absolutely. You, <laughs> you are toxic. You're talking you about me. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Delete that shit. Then you gotta shit. get on there and post a song. Then you gotta get on there and post you and your friends out having a good fucking time and you ain't thinking about this motherfucker. Oh, um, bro. <sighs> now, what you would have did if we didn't have social media? How you gonna get back at him? Let him know that you, this nigga got you fucked up? Probably go slit a tire or two. It's not that serious. Calm the fuck down. It is. I can't stand you the... You motherfuckers that like to touch people's property? I don't touch people's property. Well, I I don't make it a habit to touch people's property. I can't even say too much because it's probably going to get some people caught up. But I know a person that went through the whole neighborhood and was fucking with people they didn't fuck with property. Knocking windows down. Key the do car. I, do I know who you're talking about? You know the person, but I don't know if I... I I'm sure I told you. But they went through and did like four or five cars, bro. And told me, and now I'm over here scared that if I do something wrong, this motherfucker gonna touch my shit. Okay, maybe I. Oh, wait. Maybe I do. I think I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm I'm talking about. I can't stand. Don't touch. Stop touching people's shit, bro. I'm dead. Well, I, 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 that's why I made a close friends because then I really just. For a long time, I had a close friend just for myself. Uh-huh. I didn't have nobody on my close friends. Uh-huh. I had one just for myself. Because to just get on there and type it out, like, what's in your mind, if you can't go and talk to nobody about it, at least you can type it out. Mm-hmm. And it just feel better to just get it off your mind. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like that's what Snapchat is for me sometimes. I don't do it as much as I used to, but I'm not a very private person when it comes to, like, I mean... I'm private in the sense of, like, what's going on in my relationship outside of, like, maybe my friends or something like that. But, like, what we doing? Can, can we post pictures? Yeah. 
But you don't like that. You don't like posting pictures? Of my partner? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been there done that. I used to do it. I, I just... Uh, I'm traumatized, Lizzie. I know. I'm traumatized. It's okay, friend. What you say, trauma zine? Trauma zine. <laughs> I am traumatized. Okay, I'm okay. still healing. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. Eventually, eventually, you will get there. Well, the good thing is the the person I'm messing with, they ain't into all of that either. Okay. We we do the cute little. Uh, I'm in the picture. And they show the next to me. It ain't. You don't know who it is. Right. You feel me? We we you that just know she there, right. but you, you don't need to know, know who, she who she is. Okay, got it. Yeah, I ain't into all of that. You feel like that will change eventually, or no? It's nah, not really like that. it probably won't change until I'm married or something. Well, I'm not into social media as much as I used to. People don't care about good the good in your life. They really just want to see the drama and bad, and I'm just not into giving people that. Right. So if you don't care about the good and you only want the bad, you're not gonna get. You only just gonna get good. You're not gonna ever see any bad. That's how I am with social media now. I only come there to tell good things about myself. Right. Because the bad, what the fuck social media gonna do with it? They're not therapy. They're not therapy. Why but at I- the same time though, like if you taking the bad stuff that I post and going to gossip about it or like. Taking the bad stuff that I post and continuing to comment negative stuff out of my post. Do you really need to be my friend on social media? No, but they also could be friends with others that also are a part of your issues. So let's say me and you beefing and I'm posting about it, but you're not posting about it. Mm -hmm. They want to hear your side because they keep seeing me say subliminals or saying stuff. Right. So if you post about it, now they get both sides and they get to be a part of the issue. That's the problem, though. People just need to mind their own damn business. Yeah, but... People need to mind their own business. You giving them business to mind. I guess. I feel like some things can be on a, on the social media, though. If you uh, if you got something that's really near dear into your heart, I have no problem with reading it. Right. You feel me? Even giving you some kind words. But if you like constantly... social media is so fake. It's so fake. People cannot have real life moments on social media. No. It's so fake. No. Like, I'm crying. I'm crying right now. But because I'm crying in a Rolls Royce, it don't matter that I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's fucking nuts to me. Yeah. I'm having a whole ass mental breakdown, but I'm in a Rolls Royce, so it doesn't matter. You don't see the stuff people saying about the Britney Griner now? They say the memes, like them sleeping, and they're like, this is how Britney Griner would be if I was in there, if I was in Russia. Sleeping, Sleeping, not caring. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's how they feel. Well, I don't know, friend. I feel like social media. I feel like it should be a safe space. Maybe you don't mm-hmm. share your personal experiences, but if you want to share something that's bothering you. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, I'm with you though, because there, there, there are a lot of times where you don't have someone to turn to, and right. so a lot of people do go to social media to get their shit off. Right. I get it, but I'm the way that the space is on social media. It's, it's most of the time, it's not going. Yeah. It's not a safe space. Get you that closure, right? That resolution you need. I feel that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if people should continue public apologies. I feel like sometimes it's necessary. But sometimes it's not. I think it's dependent upon the situation. Like, Saucy Santana, he uh, 
a few years ago, some tweets came up about him talking about Blue Ivy's hair. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. Did we? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, was, I don't, I don't remember, but I'll keep it brief then. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying basically like he don't feel the need to apologize. apologize. Yeah, he said what he said. Yeah. And absolutely, I mean, and he still sampled a Beyonce song, mm-hmm. so it is what the fuck it yeah. is. Like he said what he said. Is he sorry? No. It maybe he's sorry for what he said and how he said it, but yeah. he still said it, so it is what it is. Did you watch the Carisha Please? I episode? love Carisha Please. I watch it all the time. Did you watch him absolutely. with JT? Absolutely. So they was all talking about that. How they like. They had went viral because of like old tweets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and JT was talking about that for yeah, sure. They, yeah, and her mindset is like, I'm not apologizing for that. It's not something like that. It's just like, the, y'all shouldn't take that as serious because that was just me being a part of the moment. Mm-hmm. And like, my opinions and stuff, mm-hmm. all of that can change. It's not always going to forever be like that. Yeah. Now, I get what she's saying, and that's cool. But for people to be like, you know, the people that used to say the N-word are not supposed to say it back mm-hmm. then. Like, oh, that was when I was younger. Gee, that was two there, years ago. Right. There's no, <laughs> there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse yeah, for that. Yeah, that's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same, but I, how do you feel about uh, cancel culture? Like, fuck everything that we got the rest on here. <laughs> I only care. We could just vibe out. <laughs> we, can just, we could just vibe out. Oh, my out. God. Okay. Because I've been wanting to talk about cancel culture. We could just dabble. We could go on a longer Rabbit tangent hole. later, but okay. Briefly, how you feel about cancel culture? I mean, some people deserve it, some people don't. Mm. I think that cancel culture is really big, and I think that sometimes cancel the cancel culture is too sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um. I, the issue is that we've given a platform for everybody's opinion to be validated. Mm -hmm. Fine. You feel how you feel. Cool. But what about how the person on the other end feels? Mm -hmm. Or like, why can't they voice how they feel without any repercussions? Mm -hmm. Maybe they said something wrong. Okay. But do they deserve to be canceled? Not all the time. Mm I think it's really hard to come back from cancel culture and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like the people that don't deserve it, they get like they their careers are over. Mm-hmm. When you get when you get canceled, it's done. So you think cancel culture is real? It is real. And it actually works. And it actually works. Who you think are some people, just like one, two people that you think it worked and we don't really see shit from them, they're not as popping at all. Tory Lanez was on a ride. Mm-hmm. Tory Lanez was on a ride. He had just released that album where he had sampled all them songs. It was busting. Mm-hmm. So I was sad to have to delete all that shit. I I mean, it was busting. Tamaya, I was I mean in the car. Yeah, going that T Pain joint going still crazy. And then, I mean, Tory Lanez is talented. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. And I think cancel culture really got him. Do you think he deserved the baby, it? I think he did deserve it. I think he did deserve it. Even though I don't I don't know what the story is behind the whole Megan Thee Stallion situation. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. But this is not the first time Tori done been in some shit. So, Tori seemed weird anyway. I mean, he's two inches tall. <laughs> You're not the tallest. I mean, I, and that's okay. I'm a female. I can be short. <laughs> 
Tori is the size of my pinky. Okay. He already is already giving sticky. Um, I think that who else? Oh, the baby. Mm-hmm. He got canceled. Well, kinda. He was popping too. Popping. I mean, career jumping. Mm-hmm. That LGBTQ shit happened. Mm-hmm. I ain't heard from the baby since. Do you think he deserved it? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. Absolutely. I don't know. Let me see. Somebody that got canceled. Y'all gonna hate me for this. Who? Y'all gonna hate me for this. But cancel culture comes after him all the time. It's my man. Chris Brown? Chris Brown. Here we go. We can't do no episode without you bringing I, up Chris Brown. It is what the fuck it is. And to my point, to my point, that man that was commenting in the, in the comments on, on our uh, yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. page. Yeah. He was on that. Chris Brown ain't shit. And I told him, you probably ain't shit. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? And your mama probably not shit too. I'm going to, oh I'm not going to argue with y'all ass, but I'm going to step every time. Every time. <laughs> y'all got something to say. I'm going to step. I'm sorry. I'm just that person. I'm that girl. Yes, I am. I'm going to step. Lizzie, you don't help with none of the mar- marketing. I you don't, don't do shit. I don't care. But I'm what going you going to do is go in them comments. Absolutely. That is sick. Absolutely. You want me to be in a com- I'm going to be in a comment. We're supposed to be making the social media a safer place. It is a safe place. <laughs> if you if your ass come in here correct. It's a safe space. Absolutely. I guess. But my thing is, okay, everybody know about the Chris Brown story. I hate bringing it up because I know Chris hate bringing it up. And it's like forever going to be there. It's forever haunting him. I mean, Rihanna and Chris Brown will probably never sit in the same room ever again because of this shit. Like, mm. it's just that bad. Um, He lost a lot of fans behind that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Chris is still pretty big, but he's only this big because he has been apologetic and he hasn't committed the same behaviors again. Uh, I just think because he's... Very talented. Very good. I mean, he's very talented, but like... I don't think he needed to apologize and he'll still be just as big. I don't agree. If Chris Brown walked around here like, yeah, I did it, and what? I don't think... No, not saying all of that, but just like it happened and he's just letting the storm pass. I think he still would be big. A big mainstream artist. I don't think so. We got R. Kelly. I think he would be mainstream, absolutely, but I don't think that his following would be... I if Chris Brown was not remorseful and apologetic, I would not follow him. You wouldn't. I would not follow him. But how many people that still support R. Kelly just because that music they just can't live without? As I long mean, as you tap dancing for me, and I find you entertaining, you could do whatever. I still feel like cancel culture attacks Chris Brown every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And he made a good point when he released his last album. He. I sent it to you on Instagram. He yeah. posted, he was like, everybody posts about my life when shit is going bad. But now, now when I'm releasing an album or shit is going good for me, nobody wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, I feel like he went and, and, and he will post something like that. And people will get under the comments and say, boo, shut the fuck up. You're a, you're a woman beater. You're a woman beater. Like just steady antagonizing this man. Not saying that he don't, if, if you feel like he deserved that, then fine. You feel that. And that's what, basically that's what I said to that man in the comments. Like, if you feel that way about him, then fine. If he not your cup of tea, then fine. Whatever you got to say. I don't condone domestic violence by any means, mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, like, do I think people deserve redemption and second chances if they are acknowledging and taking accountability for their faults? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you was walking around here like, nah, fuck it. I ain't apologizing for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Then fine. 
But like, I'm not going to support you if you if that's how you want to walk around. Mm-hmm. I think that the key point that a lot of people miss in that Rihanna has stated time and time again is that, and this brings me to the the shit that I sent you in your DMs about the spirit worker mm-hmm. at the airline shit. Rihanna said I did some stuff to him that I probably shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. That led up to that whole incident. She took accountability for what she did. He took accountability for what he did. Right. Same shit with the um the I don't know if y'all seen it. The spirit it was on it was on the shade room. It was it made like big headline news, whatever. This spirit airline worker was arguing with this lady. He was stepping into her personal space or whatever. She had haul off after after backing up and saying he kept saying don't get in my space, whatever, some bullshit. She hauled off and hit his ass. Mm-hmm. I think they're both responsible for what took place. Everybody was in the comments. Oh, he's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. She's wrong. She's wrong. She's wrong. I think both their ass was wrong. One, if somebody say back up out my face, back up out my face. People, people here, no, don't do that and keep doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Don't antagonize me because now I'm finna really pop off on your ass. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, as a grown ass man, absolutely not. He shouldn't have been that girl face. Absolutely the fuck not. But it happened, and so. Take responsibility for what you did. He, sh- I'm, I'm grateful for the man that did. I don't know if you watched the video, but the man, it was a man that stepped in and he was like, uh, he was like, don't hit a woman, hit me. If you, if you big and bad, hit me, hit me, whatever. And the man, he eventually backed off. But it just goes to show that, like, in a lot of domestic violence situations, we hammer on the guy so much, hammer, mm-hmm. hammer, 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 and like, absolutely, the guy is not right by any means. And sometimes in domestic violence situations, women do things too. And we never really talk about it. And that I feel like that's unfair because men have mental health issues that they go through too with recovering it from that type of stuff too. Mm-hmm. And so we always hear about the man when he has this, his last very big explosive argument. And I'm not, you know, trying to blame a woman or none of that. Yeah. But we have to start making both parties accountable for what they did. Hold, hold people accountable. If you, if you are bashing Chris... Say the other part. You have to, I mean, you have to bash them equally. Okay. <laughs> Did Rihanna end up getting results that were terrible? Hell fucking yes. Hell yeah. Did Chris leave with a scar? Probably not. But they both, you can't antagonize a person. You can't keep doing this and they telling you to stop. And then when they fucking explode, you're going to be, but you, but you, no. You can't do that. <sighs> I feel you. That's like in school, your mama tell you don't hit nobody if you don't want to get your ass hit back. Yeah. Period. I feel everything you're saying. But what, friend? But there has to be a time where you become the rational being in situations that are heightened. Mm-hmm. The only that the thing that separates us from animals is that we have the ability to rationally think. And mm-hmm. so when you choose not to, then you're choosing to be animalistic. Mm-hmm. If Chris, if a man and a woman are in a heated argument and it seems like it's not going anywhere but begin, beginning to continue to electrify, then the person that is of that power dynamic needs to remove themselves mm-hmm. so that it does not get to fight. So you think that men are the power dynamic in the situation? Some women are stronger than men and have more power mm-hmm. over a person 
Mm-hmm. But most of the time, the man is the one that needs to separate themselves if that fucking woman won't get the hell. <laughs> so if they do get the hell, because in the video of the spirit guy, yeah. the spirit airlines bullshit, the woman tried to walk away. Yeah. She tried to get the hell. And he kept, he kept on. That's what I'm saying. Like when Wait, somebody. I didn't watch the video. Okay. So the man was asking the woman to get out of his space. The man was saying, don't get in my space. Don't get in my space. Why the did woman, she get in his space? Do you I know don't, that? I don't know what happened, where, how they got to that part. Uh-huh. I, when the video started, she was hollering. She was hollering. She was pointing at him. She was in. They was like this close to each other. Yeah. They was like this close. He's saying, oh, you're you're in my space, you're in my space, but steady walking towards her as he's saying that. She's backing up. Mm-hmm. He's pushing her, right? You know why? She finally walks away. Well, kind of sort of tries to walk away, and he keeps on. So at that point, you keep on. I'm finna, what are you doing? He's asserting dominance. Okay, but like, so you you saying that if you're in a position to assert dominance, Remove yourself from the situation instead of allowing it to continue to electrify. All it's going to do is result to violence. Okay, so what if the woman is the one that pops off first? Then what? It don't matter who pops off first. The person that has the dominance, remove yourself. Mm-hmm. It, it don't matter if it's a man, woman, dog, or not. Remove yourself. I just yourself. feel like sometimes it's not about dominance. Sometimes it just happens. Like, women just... Women do I'm too just, fucking I, much. I just... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I feel like, because I heard a lot of women saying, like, oh, well, demand, demand, demand. But then I heard men saying, like, women do this shit all the time and nobody, like, speaks yeah. up about it. They just be like, oh, well, go do what you got to do. Like, yeah. carry on with our day, whatever. Don't really speak on it. And it happens all the time. I'm not going to ever say it's okay for a man to put their hands on a female. Mm. I'll, I'll say it's okay for you to defend yourself, which is... A female striking you, you don't need to strike her back if all you need to do is huh, get the hell. Right. You ain't got to huh, huh, boom, boom. You right. ain't got to do all of that. Right. You can assert your dominance in a respectful way, get her the fuck out of here, and then go about your business. You ain't got to beat her ass back to, so, so to you stop said, it. So you said, I'm never going to say it's acceptable for a man to hit a woman. But it's okay to defend yourself. Okay, but are you ever going to say it's acceptable for a woman to hit a man? No. Okay. Ever. I just want to make sure. I'm against violence. Okay. A hundred percent. Okay. Fem- women, I, we was at the club. We was just at the club and we was walking out. We saw them arguing and it was a female and a man and shorty ass wouldn't oh, shut yeah. up and he right. was just going back at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then me, I'm in my head. I'm like, gee, gee, all she doing is this, bro. Just, just get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. You, you know what you can do. Right. Just get up out of here, bro. But no, he want to keep arguing back with her. And my, it's people between them, so it's not like they in the, each other's face. It's like, just go ahead, G. We all going, leaving the club. Right. Go to your go to your car, bro. Right. Whatever you feel like you need to get off, is, I promise you it's not important. <sighs> the men just feel like they not being heard. And that's fine. I feel like that when it do come to that, though, I feel like men do get like the short end of the stick. When, I agree. They do, but who cares? When your safety is the f- number one imp- important thing at the moment. Mm. I don't care if I can't get my words out. 
obviously I don't need to be talking to you right now then mm-hmm. if you don't have that respect for me. Mm-hmm. So if you want to keep going off and shit and you ain't trying to hear what I'm saying to actually have an adult conversation, a civil conversation, then I need to remove myself because it might get more than just civil. Mm-hmm. Man, female, it don't matter who it is because if it's a female and a female arguing and they just getting closer and closer, they're going to fight. And so... You ever blacked out before? No. I don't believe in that. You don't believe in black No. <laughs> I don't believe in that. Ooh. I think that that is an excuse to do animalistic things. Oh, okay. We're ha- rational beings. I think blacking out is real. I think it's real when think, you want to be animalistic. I, I think when somebody say something that's like really just like trigger you for sure, mm-hmm. it's over with. If my mom can't died. None, can't nothing... Can't nothing take you back from what you just said. Now you finna get your ass beat. No. Oh, for sure. That is a choice. Oh, for sure. That is not a subconscious choice. That is a conscious choice. I don't believe in blacking out. I believe that you're just choosing to be animalistic. Oh, okay. Sticks and stones, little nigga. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Like, I can't... It don't make any sense for a word to trigger you. Mm-hmm. To a point where you want to black out and you're not conscious of anything and all you're doing is just going. That makes no sense to me. Now, if a person knocked you out clean and that shit, nigga, that makes a little bit more sense to me because you're messing with the physical now. Mm -hmm. But for something to react into you to be physical, that don't make any sense to me. Okay. But I get it. Um. Go off, sis. Okay. You black out. I'm going to have that. You did okay, for me. Okay, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to I mean, play. somebody black out on you, you have you could do whatever you do want. Do whatever you want because yeah. you choose to do that dumb ass shit and I'm going to be conscious and know what the fuck going on. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to let somebody bear fight my ass. It's, right. No. Right. My sister right. says that, that when she fights, she just blacks out every time. Shut up. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Maybe not every time. But she says she's every time she not fights. Every time, sis. No. Sister, mm-hmm. not every time. But um, I just wanted to talk about, you know, specifically for like mental health, like the mental health sector, just like. I feel like we have to start hearing men out when they say things mm-hmm. or they won't feel comfortable bringing them up. And I feel like it's, it's specifically in the black community. That's like a, a big thing. Like men will bring stuff up and we'll say like, oh, shut up. Like you're a man, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. We. People. People. Cause... Black people. Black women. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Black women specifically? You don't think men do it? Probably so. Hell yeah. Men be, oh, you a man. Suck it up. Absolutely. Uh-huh. All the time. I mean, men raise their sons like that. Yeah. Oh, it's just a little scratch. Suck it up. No, if he want to cry yeah. the damn scratch, let him cry. Because every time scratch. I see men talk about mental health and whatever being suppressed, they always bring up their fathers. Mm-hmm. And then I like I watched the I Am Athlete podcast, and there's just a bunch of NFL uh, players. Mm-hmm. And they always talk about that, too, how they raise their boys. And when they see their, their daughter fall, oh, baby, get up. It's okay. When they son fall, then get up. Right. They say it out their own mouths. They're black men as well. I always see black men saying, like, they don't talk about their mama as much as their dads. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to give it a gender. I would just say that black people don't really care about what men got to say. Yeah. I mean, facts. You can say that. Yeah. I just, when, when black men speak, I think we need to do better at listening. 
instead of being like, oh, well, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just like when black women speak, we be quick to niggas ain't shit. Well, <laughs> she at, said, look at yourself. <laughs> Why you keep attracting ain't shit niggas? Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need some therapy. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need a little bit of help. Cause I mean, you done been through three, four boyfriends at this point and it's still not working out. Mm -hmm. So maybe you need to do some internal searching. Maybe something is not right. Why you keep attracting ain't shit niggas? You know what I'm saying? I mean, granted, some niggas out here really ain't shit. But yeah. there's some of them out here that's stellar. You know what I'm saying? I hate this conversation. <laughs> it's a two-edged sword. It's like mental health is literally our issue mm -hmm. in our community. Mm -hmm. When we can get that together, then a lot of this shit that we actually talk about will have more, like, uh, clarity to it on mm -hmm. who really is the issue yeah. if you want to have this gender war mm -hmm. because men ain't shit mm -hmm. women ain't shit mm -hmm. put y'all ass together y'all mm -hmm. not gonna have an ain't shit ass relationship right it don't matter the sex to me like I fucking hate gender wars <laughs> like yes men need uh they're not her, uh, heard as much as women are mm -hmm. But that also is their issue. That's their fall. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't create spaces to be heard. Mm -hmm. Y'all continue to indulge in that tradition of not caring what the fuck a, a man's emotional and mental competency level is like. That's not always our issue. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, okay, yeah. Sometimes men don't speak up. Sometimes men don't say what's on their mind. Sometimes they don't create that space. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes men do create that space. And women don't listen mm -hmm. and they bring they give their two cents where it's not needed right I, I know so i think it's half and half like sometimes absolutely it's a lot of times men are not emotionally in tune mm -hmm. and they they feel stuff on the inside they know what's going on but they um don't want to put it out there they don't want to talk about it they don't want to bring it up because they feel like they may get slack for it absolutely but then when they do bring it up don't make them feel like a pussy ass hoe. You, you know a pussy saying? ass hoe when you talk about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, no, 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 I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers. Uh -oh. But you're a pussy ass hoe. Uh -oh. If all you do is cry about the lack of resources instead of creating the resources for the lack of. Creating resources like therapists? Like what, what kind of. Fuck resources? therapy. Uh -huh. Whatever. Don't. It's. We said it before. Uh, on the podcast where we say women are more creative. Mm -hmm. They get it out the mud differently. Mm -hmm. Why can't you do the same? You know how to flip a five gram to, to feed <laughs> 50 other fucking pockets so that you eat right. that night. Mm -hmm. But you don't know how to tell all of your homies, hey, let's create a group chat. We already pay our own phone bills and we check in on each other each week. Hey, G, I how you? I think because we're different beings. Women and men have different... Excuses. I don't think it's an excuse. I think women and men are made differently. Like women, I mean, women are, are already intuitive. Like we're born that way. Like we are automatic emotional people. I don't believe in Not that. in a sense of bad emotions, but like we feel people. We I don't, I don't people. believe in it. I think that everybody is equally just like that. I don't I believe in so. a woman's intuition. I um, think a woman created that shit because men are easy to catch. No, I think a woman's intuition is real. I think if you are just spiritually inside. Women be right. Like, 
more than half the time. Why? More than 50% of the time. Because niggas are dumb. They don't know how to cheat well. I mean, niggas... <laughs> that's all niggas the way. Niggas could be dumb, but like, okay, let for example, let's take a woman cheating and a nigga cheating. Mm-hmm. Two different strategies. Think about the shit different ways. Because I feel like women and men are just two different beings. Let's talk about why men cheat. Men cheat because they want to have fun. They want something exciting. They want to do some goofy shit. They, maybe they really don't love this person, whatever. Women cheat because they're lacking emotional support, physical support, things that feed their soul. Men cheat because they want to have fun. It's temporary. I think we're two different beings in the sense that we operate differently. So what about the people that are opposite sex but act like the opposite sex? How, what do you, if a, a woman cheat mm-hmm. based off her ego? Just like a man would cheat based off their ego. Absolutely. There are women that do that. So what makes them different? What The chemical uh, setup is just not of a typical there woman? Are, there are women that do that. And sometimes they catch feelings. And sometimes they don't. So and you don't the, think men the, catch feelings from the, the niggas they cheat with? Not all the time. More Probably less than half the time do niggas catch feelings for a bitch they cheating on. For a bitch they cheating with. Absolutely. Tamaya, Absolutely. More than likely, the side bitch gets left more than half the time. She never makes it to the other side. It's a lot of celebrities that I've read up on who wives are wives from cheating. Okay, fine. Neo's wife. Okay. Steve Harvey's wife. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart's wife. Mm -hmm. That's three. Who else I know of? Top of my head. Not that's not because it's not there. It's just I can't think of it no, right no, now. No, 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 no. It's you. a lot of men that you. cheated and wife the person that they cheated with. But did they get left because of their foolery, and then they decided to go be with the side chick, or did they leave because they actually wanted the side chick? You gonna have to ask those men that, right? But maybe there's just quality women to choose from if you're a man, and there's not as many quality men to choose from. And so if I happen to cheat, and I'm a dude. I might be okay with stay with that person that I cheated on because it's more picking for me. Mm-hmm. For one, the population is more women than men. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be women and without by the way, men. I think you a fucked up ass woman if you a side chick and you know the motherfucker got a man and you still sitting there cheating with this nigga. You're stupid. And if you think you're not going to lose that nigga how you got him, you're dumb. Hey, to each his own. You're that's stupid. their, that's their prerogative. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. The, and the playing field is not even. You're dumb. There's more women than men. Absolutely. There, you say that women are more emotionally and mentally competent than men, and so that means you have more quality to choose from mm-hmm. with it already being less men to choose from. Mm-hmm. So I think this gender war shit is just stupid to even compare and contrast because the, the playing field is, is, is not level. Mm-hmm. So until we can have an even playing field, we will never have clarity with this fucking gender war shit. I don't think we're set up differently. Mm-hmm. I just think that you individually have your own motives and ways of doing things, and you just deserve to be with somebody that's similar to you. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that cheating shit, all of that, whatever. Boom. I'm not making excuses for a nigga. I, for sure, I think that men should be held accountable for their actions for sure. Like everybody, it's, it's never, it's never acceptable to go out and cheat and do whatever the fuck. But I'm just saying, cause you said something about why are women more creative? Why can women get it out the mud and men? I forget what you said, but I just think that women and men are, women have more of an innate, innate spirit and men have more of a survival spirit. 
Mm-hmm. And I think they're very different. So, so if men have more of a survival spirit, why are women the ones that's keeping the households together? You don't. Um, I think men try, but they suck at it now. Back then, I think men were great at it. Like back in the day, I think men were great at it. I mean, we watched people grow up in homes where the mama stayed at home. Daddy went out, made the money. I think what has happened now is that women have got it out the mud for themselves because they have to, because we have a lack of males that will get it out the mud. Our men are shit. I say this all the time. The men in this generation are shit and they're lost for sure. So like, I think as we were created, definitely women are more innate and men are meant for survival, but because times have changed and these niggas have lost their way and they are fatherless, Shit is changing. Women have to become the breadwinners. Women have to get it out the mud. Women have to be the providers that keep the household together because we don't have men to depend on to do that. And these niggas is lost and they out there on the streets with their pants down to their fucking ankles. You stressing stupid. me out. <laughs> I mean, fine. Let me this stress you out. like a bunch of social constructs. I mean, fine. If that's what you want to... It can be Do you believe in social- God? Absolutely. So you, do you think God created us in Absolutely. all beings? And so you think that... Whoever God is said, you know what? I'm going to create men. I'm going to create women. And I'm going to give this motherfucker all of this. And I'm going to give this motherfucker all of this. And that's what I want them to be. They going to be the household, the breadwinners and the only ones made for survival. And these motherfuckers going to be the ones that's in the household. Or you think we, man, is the one that conditioned us to think this way. I think that, okay, here we go. Biblically. That's what it say. I don't know who made the Bible. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is the Bible a social construct? It could be. I don't know. These are all conspiracy theories. We have no idea, right? Yeah. Could it be that we have this man and woman thing going on in our brains because of social constructs? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But do I think that the person that put us here on earth put us here for specific reasons? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that we have... They put us here, whoever it is, put us here with intentions. Mm -hmm. And do I think that they were specific about what the intentions were? Absolutely. I don't think we were here to be on, to fuck around and not, I mean, like, I think women have their, I think that's why women are chosen to be mothers Mm -hmm. because we have that innate, innate um, characteristic. And I think men were chosen chosen to be fathers because, they provide for their families. You think a woman has to be nurturing to be a mom? Absolutely. Why she just to, can't. To be a mother, it requires nurturing, yes. So if you just t- talked about sex, just based off surface level, we were, we were put here to procreate. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with emotions, mm-hmm. mental nothing. Mm-hmm. You have sex, you have a baby, you keep life going. Okay. That's it, that's all. It ain't no... I made y'all so that this person can ho- can have you and hold you and take care of you and love we you. And then this other person. But a part of procreation is the mother raising her children to become. Yeah, but raising is very subjective. And I don't think that God has a rule book on how to do that. I just think the mother. There is, is no just... rule book on parenting. Absolutely. But I think women are automatically fine tuned. Now, what type of path you took in life, that's different. If you chose not to do that with your kids, that's different. Do you long for that? Absolutely. I think every woman has that in there where they wish they could have 
been a better mother. They wish they could have provided more for their kids. They wish they could have been better to their children. They wish they could have been emotionally available to their children. Does different paths in life require different people to react different ways? Do different traumas make people turn out different ways and treat their children differently? Absolutely. But I think that our prime reason for being mothers and women and who we are is to nurture children. I mean, you see it in nature with, with animals that have babies. They stick around their kids until the kid is able to grow up and go out on their own. They mm-hmm. don't leave their baby's side. Mm-hmm. So, like, women in human form, I think, are meant to do that same exact thing. The father goes off and hunts the food and brings it back to the family. Mm-hmm. We see that in nature. So, like, how how are animals... Animals don't have social constructs. They don't have somebody well, we telling don't know them... That. We so, don't. So, somebody's telling the animals... They are probably telling themselves that they probably have their own systems too. Okay, maybe so. But I'm just saying we see it in we see it in animal behavior. Yeah, I get what you're going at. And so if they were created like that, how are humans created, but we don't have specific things that we're here to do and specific uh characteristics that we're supposed to take after. I think Going back to surface level, animals is the perfect example. They don't have all these systems put in place to disrupt what it is to just be human, just mm. exist with nature. They just exist, and that's it. They don't have bills. They don't have po- Absolutely. Po- politics. Absolutely. So all of that shit, those social constructs, that those systems that we've crea- that man has created disrupt what it is to just exist. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fucking household, all, that is just created stuff. So you don't really know what our roles are without social constructs because that's all we know is to condition social constructs. So if you think if social constructs wasn't here, you think we would just be here just... Yes, just with the environment, just existing. And if you're just an ancient-ass man, you're just an ancient-ass man. You're just an ancient-ass man. what would we know what an ancient-ass motherfucker is because there's no social constructs. There would be no such thing as an ancient-ass There would be no such thing as judgment. There would be nothing just existing. I feel like that's boring. It could be boring, That's but... That's very boring. What are we going to do with that? <laughs> Cavemen got through it. Boring and ugly. <laughs> they created the wheel. Cavemen they had fun. Cavemen are hideous. First of all, they had their hair looking like Jay-Z's hair, uh, so... <laughs> well, <laughs> and Jay-Z is not cute, so... All right. <laughs> all right. You know what I'm saying? Well... Oh, okay. Let, before we end okay. this episode, mm-hmm. let's go close up the whole men and mental health. Mm-hmm. If you want to be heard, you have to speak up, speak up and not give a fuck about the background noise. Mm-hmm. That's as simple as it is. Women couldn't even vote. Mm-hmm. What did they do to try to vote? Mm-hmm. White women said, hey, motherfucker, mm-hmm. if you you want to continue to have somebody, you need to allow us to vote. Mm-hmm. And so now women can vote. Mm-hmm. You si- Women have been silenced. For many years. Mm-hmm. So you can't get upset uh, at a certain community that they have what you want. You hating from the club, you can't get in, G. You got to go get that shit for yourself. Speak mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Free, I'll give you some free shit. Start a group chat. The homies that you have around you, they all need to have that same mentality. Support. Yeah. Uh, support. You can't be upset that the company you keep don't does not rock with what you actually want to get to. You need to change that company. Absolutely. 
women cut off women all the time because they don't rock with them anymore. They right. ain't keeping up. They not they not growing in the same past. Right. You need to cut off that same motherfucker that is still stuck in the past, mm-hmm. not trying to grow yep. and grow with new people that's trying to grow in the same path as you. That's nobody's issue but y'all. You can't be mad at women because women have safe spaces to go to. They did a bunch to try to get to that. Mm-hmm. You have to also. Yep. Change the fucking narrative. Yeah, for sure. That's you gotta it. be. You gotta be your own activist. It say it again. Say it again. You gotta be your own activist. That's the gym. And if period, <laughs> that is the gym. You gotta be your own activist. And, yes. and if the like she said, if the people around you, whether it be girlfriend, mama, sister, brother, cousin, if they not trying to be a part of your your healing process your growth then like what are you here for yeah if you don't want to sit up here and talk about mental health you got issues i got issues let's sit down and talk about them yeah what are we what are you here for yeah if i can't be vulnerable with you if i can't let down this wall and come in your crib crying bro i got something to tell you Mm -hmm. bro i'm fucked up about this shit Mm -hmm. what are you here for Mm mm-hmm Men will say all day, oh, I prefer to internalize it. No, the fuck you don't. You yeah. just want to have a hard body. You're you're being a coward. Literally. You want to look hard so bad. You want to look hard so bad. Men walk around, I don't have nothing to say. I just want to keep it to myself. I don't really like talking to people. I got to wall up. Yeah, you need help. Mm-hmm. And that's the bottom line. Yeah. My cousin, He re- we was both on the phone recently, and he had some shit he want to get off his chest. <clears throat> he was like, hey, G, I got to tell you something, bro. All right, cool. What is it? He telling me about it. I was finna say something. He said, nah, G, don't even uh, say anything. Let me just get this off. Mm-hmm. That was the most mature thing he ever said to me. Yeah. And me, I respected that. And I yeah. said, okay, you let me know what this conversation would be. You just right. want me to listen. Right. So I just listened. Right. And that was it. That yeah. was all. Mm-hmm. That was the most mature yeah. conversation I've ever had with him. Right. It's as simple as that. That should be now, the name of the episode. What? We got to get something off our chest. <laughs> Me, we've been, we've been, we've been, we've been ranting this whole time about shit. You know what? I'm not done. So <laughs> episode nine, I'm going to have some shit I got to get off my chest. Okay, period. We're going to really talk. Period. All right. Well, it has come a time again. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to. another episode. Say goodbye. Never all right, time all right, stop. Say goodbye. That was episode eight, man. Be your own activist. Be your own activist. That's the Period. gym. Thank you for tuning in. Period. And we're out. Just watch the damn podcast.